0: For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Bill Hartman, a Senior Scientist Emeritus at the Planetary Science Institute in Tucson. Welcome, Bill.
1: Thanks. Glad to be here.
0: I'd like to talk about how you came up with the idea that the Moon formed as a result of a giant impact on the Earth, an idea that is now the leading theory for the origin of the Moon. At the time of the Apollo landings, 50 years ago, you'd been studying the moon, but did you have a favorite theory among the ones that were around? No, I, I didn't. And that pre-Apollo period was
1: important because uh, there were actually three major ideas kicking around. I mean, uh, the first thing to notice is that we knew the moon did not have much of an iron core. You know how big the moon is and how massive it is, so you can figure out its density, and it just it's mostly rock, and the Earth has a big iron core, so how do you form this thing right next door to the Earth and the Earth gets all the iron and the Moon doesn't get any iron? So there were three ideas. Um, One was that the Moon really did form next door and somehow the iron stuff somehow accumulated in the Earth. People had different ideas how that could happen, but it never seemed to work. There was another idea. Well, you make the moon far away where there isn't so much iron, and then it gets captured by the Earth. But uh, that didn't really work either. We know that the uh, composition of uh, distant things in the solar system it has some marked differences from the Earth, and so it just uh, it's also very hard to capture anything into orbit. So that didn't work. And the third idea was that the Earth got spinning so fast that it just threw off. Some material that, a big blob that made the moon, but that had some physics problems about angular momentum. So all those theories had been abandoned. And um, I had been reading a lot of lunar and planetary literature, and it was pretty clear that the planets accumulated out of lots of asteroid sized bodies running into each other and gradually accumulating. The bigger it gets, the more gravity it has, and the easier it is to accumulate more mass. And I I think that put the idea in my head that there could be some big collisions. But then the important step was that uh, the astronauts come back from the moon and they have all these rocks they brought back from the moon. And those rocks are pretty much like what we see on the Earth in lavas and igneous rocks. Somehow it uh, popped into my head that as the planets were growing... A lot of the focus in the computer models of that process concentrated on the planet, the big planet. And it occurred to me that, hey, there has to be a second largest body and a third largest body and so on growing in the same area. And uh, you can't grow the planets unless those bodies are colliding with each other. So um, it occurred to me that, hey, if you had an unusually big collision in the case of the Earth as it grew you could blow off a lot of material from the outer layers of the Earth, which would be this rocky, igneous rock kind of material, lava-like materials. And uh, some of that would go into orbit, and then maybe you just accumulate the moon out of that material.
0: How does the version that scientists are working on and arguing about now compare to the idea as you first envisioned it?
1: It's pretty much the same. Uh, of course, there's much more detail, and, and the computer models are much, much more sophisticated. And there's a been, lo- been a lot more thought about the chemistry of, of the rocks and does the evolution, the heating and evolution inside the moon, allow the formation of the kind of rocks that we really are seeing from the moon. In the meteorite community, the people who study those, the, the feeling was those probably formed near the Earth since they have chemistry like the Earth. And so I kept saying, hey, we know that that material existed out there, so if there was a large body that, that was the parent body of that, those meteorites that are falling on the Earth today, uh, a, a body like that could have hit the Earth. It would have been near the Earth in the first place. And so it makes perfect sense. That's my pitch, but, but a lot of different people are working on this, and people have different ideas.
0: Thank you for coming in, Bill. Hey, Tim, thanks a lot. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science, where we've been speaking with Bill Hartman about the origin of the moon. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org slash Arizona Science.